Hello, friends. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month, we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. We're back again. It's the Lost Omens podcast. Welcome to episode four. I'm Danny. I'm leading you through this thing. When we left off last episode, our party had just gotten a good night's sleep in their circus wagons. Some, uh, you know, a little more elaborate than others now. I don't think anyone else's uh, wagons had holes in the floor. Just mine. (laughs) I am obviously slumming it up at the benefit of everybody (laughs) else. You've taken one for the team, truly. Yes. Truly, truly. Um, They had run their course with Nemia and gotten her just, you know, dancing the night away to take care of her, which was, you know, ingenious. And when they woke up and came out from their wagons, they saw the professor speaking to this vanilla-faced human. Very boring-looking um, and you heard he was asking for you by name. He probably needs something. I think it means you're famous. As, as they always do. I oh. believe we're very important. Um, so the professor says, oh, he, here they are now. And the, the, the man takes his hat off. And he says, oh, thank you for, for seeing me right now. My name is Jay Aber, and I'm the mayor of this town. I saw your show last night. It was spectacular. But then uh, this morning, I learned that you and your people were attacked by someone for, from Aberton or perhaps from the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning. Our little town, it's been terrorized for weeks since long before you showed up. I'm so sorry you got caught up in this. What? I can't see how anyone from our town would be involved in such villainy, but I can't believe anyone at the Hermitage would do so either. The hermits are kind, humble, and pious folk, devoted to Gozra. Their master is a man named Harlock Hamdiel. He's a fine person, loves animals and nature and such. Honestly, it's impossible to imagine him countenancing anything like what happened last night. But that doesn't mean the town and the hermitage always agree. Aberton has had some challenges lately. There's been little rain, and the fields are dry. The heat has withered plants. And then we got a cold snap that froze what survived. The wind has pulled what's left of the topsoil into dust storms. Many of our wells have dried up in the streams. I've never seen them so low. Some have vanished completely. Now it's nature and it goes in cycles, I know. Many of us figure we just need to be patient. The rains will come back. But some of the hermits have blamed us. For what? I don't know. It's like they think we've done something wrong. But we're just farmers. Over the last month, things have gotten really bad. Hemema got attacked by a wild boar in the street. Aberturn's miller, Surya Hofton, and her family have gone missing. No one would blame them if they left town. 
but maybe they were driven off. Normally, I'd go to the sheriff with this. She's always kept us safe, but no one's seen her either. And I, I, I heard how you protected innocent people here last night. And I thought maybe, maybe you could do for us what you did for them. If you could, I'd gladly speak to Harlock about the woman who attacked you last night. Perhaps even get you admission to the hermitage so you could talk to them and see for yourself they're harmless. Mr. Mayor, first off, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Mud. Oh, hello, Mud. And I am the absolute <laughs> ruler of this establishment. <laughs> yep. And as such, thank you for so humbly uh, letting us know what's been going on. That said, uh, it's not our problem. <laughs> but that does not mean we are not amicable to your plight. How long have these things been going on? Oh, it's um, the the blatant attacks have been uh, a month or so, but the the poor uh, weather and and all that that's been years now. Okay. Hmm. How long ago did the sheriff disappear? Oh, uh, a, a few weeks ago. Hmm. Okay. And what is your relationship with Harlock? Uh, you know, we uh, we try to um, give each other a, a respectable distance in how we run things. But he, like I said, he's a nice enough guy. He's very um, uh, reasonable to, to speak to. And sometimes we, we don't always agree on things. But for the most part, we just want our people to be happy and healthy and successful. Who doesn't want their people yeah. to be happy and healthy. Um, I look over to where we left uh, our druid friend from last night. Is she still there dan dancing? Oh, she's dancing. <laughs> Splendid. Um, <laughs> so we do have reason to believe. Uh, have you ever seen this uh, very... Tired. Jubilationist uh, <laughs> halfling over here before? No, I have never seen her before. We did happen to apprehend her last night. She had a map. Oh. Which happened to have both the mill and the orchard marked specifically. Um, you said that the mill, what happened to the mill owner? The, the family is missing. And the owner of the orchard was chased by boars or was that someone else? I wasn't super listening. Oh, uh, that, that was somebody <laughs> else. Oh. Has anything befallen the orchard purveyor? Well, I, I don't know now. I think we should should see if they're okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway. It was our intention to go to the collective today. Um, to chat about what's been going on. If you had to intimate how many interactions you've had from people from that particular community being very upset with your existence. Oh, none. None. N no. Like zero. Yes. On a scale of one I to 20, how many? I mean, I can't. Harlock has always been uh, very gracious anytime we need to speak. He's always uh, welcomed me as a an amicable host, uh, or he comes here to town and... You know, we, we get along just fine. He's never said anything about 
not liking the people of Aberton. I mean, uh, I've heard like rumblings that maybe sometimes they blame us for the things that are happening with nature, but no one has outright like said as much. Okay. How does our captive from last night look? Uh, she looks tired. Oh. <laughs> so she's got a lot of miles left in her. <laughs> <laughs> and we no longer need her to get to the collective. Um, Was it the collective? The or hermitage? Just, oh, the hermitage. I may be thinking of a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I if I'll go speak to Harlock, I can take her uh, with me and he can... Or you can lock her up in town. It does not matter to me what you do with her. No, but she's fine there. She happened to killed my uh, to have killed my predecessor. Um, so she's fine right there. Okay. Um, but if you are more than able to lead us over there, um, that would be splendid. I, I think it would be pertinent for you to know that there is a chance she has been involved with the disappearance of the sheriff, at least. Oh. Perhaps other folk in town as well. This well, map we found with the places marked uh, is her map. I just remembered there were notes on the map that I couldn't quite read in the darkness last night. Can I take a look at this as we're talking about it and see what these notes say? Mm -hmm. It's just uh, detailing um, movements of people from the circus with uh, a lot of detail. That's right. I did yeah. see that. I think checking out this mill and, and orchard to see if the people at the orchard are all right, since people at the mill have been missing for some time, correct? Oh, that's right. And um, the professor here, he does not look much like a teacher to me, but the professor, he, um, before you came out, he agreed to send some of the, some of your circus folk into town to, um, to get the lay of the land and hear any of the the rumors or the gossip that might be happening in town. I think while they do that, we should go to the orchard and see that those people are all right. I think that we should probably get the lay of the land in town. Maybe check out the orchard to see how everyone is faring. Um, also, Mud, uh, do not forget about the mill and the missing family. Uh, we need to check them out as well. And if we do all this, we'll get passage to the uh, the Hermitage. Is that the idea? Oh, yes. I will go and speak to Harlock, um, and I will uh, tell him what has been happening, and then I will come and I will um, uh, escort you in, in a way to meet with him uh, after you have checked out what's going on in the town. On the off chance that the Hermitage is perhaps not greatly amicable to you right now. Don't you think it might be possibly prudent to go there with us instead of alone? Well, I mean, I know Harlock. He, he wouldn't hurt a hair on anybody's head. Do you think anyone from the Hermitage before would murder a ringmaster in cold blood simply for bringing happiness specifically to your town? Well, no, but she's clearly, look at the woman. She, she's clearly... Manic, almost. Look at her. <laughs> it looks like she hasn't slept in a day. <laughs> <laughs> she seems like a, like a real character who is not acting uh, in accordance with the societal laws. I don't think that it's a great idea for you to go alone. Well, I'm not the mayor of Everton. So, not yet. 
<laughs> I was going to say that. Sure. I will let uh, you make that decision of yourself. We will get acclimated to your town, and um, we will see you later, perhaps. Well, thank you so much for your help. You guys are really just the the greatest, and I can't wait to see another show. What, may I ask, was your favorite part? Oh, I don't know. It was, um, there was so much to see that I had never seen before. Uh, but I really liked anything with the fire and then uh, the the flipty flops on the, the high ropes with no net. On a scale of yes. dissatisfied, very dissatisfied, not satisfied nor dissatisfied, satisfied or very satisfied, <laughs> did the lack of nets increase or decrease your level of satisfaction? Uh, I, I think it... um. It increased my level of satisfaction. That is splendid to hear. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I bow very low, <clears throat> and I appreciate your kind words. I am without hope that it, we will see you later. <laughs> and I walk away. Oh, God. <laughs> um, We're not going to see him later. He's going to get kidnapped by those guys, right? I am fairly certain we will not see him alive later. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Start. We probably should not be talking about this before he has walked away. Well, if anything, it's just an additional level of warning. <laughs> <laughs> so we should make haste to the orchard. As you guys uh, make your way there, I sent hold, hold everyone. Up. Before we go, uh, both Griggs are still there? Yes. Uh, can I call, are both of them playing music or yep. how does that work? Can I call one of them over? Mm -hmm. um, do you guys like need to sleep or do you need food or anything? Eventually, but our metabolisms are pretty high, so we can pretty much go for a while. Splendid. <laughs> that is so splendid. Um, great, because while our friend certainly doesn't look joyful yet, um, I believe you have it in you to make her into the person she's always wanted to be. Oh, yeah. So we will leave you here to continue this. And if there is anything that can soothe a savage, it is music. You know, sometimes it takes people a while, but we always wear them down. I'll get her to smile. Beautiful. If, if I may make a suggestion. <clears throat> sure. Perhaps she is not dancing with enough activity. Do you have maybe more upbeat music? Oh, sure. That may be pertinent. Yeah, we to were just happiness. going with like a. A breakfast concerto, but uh, you know we could do some kind of like dinner time, waltzing. Perhaps that would be best. All right. I like you so much. <laughs> you are my favorite. You're not concerned about what's gonna happen if she dies, and then the uh, the uh, the mayor gets taken taken hostage. Maybe it'd be better to just have her as a as a bargaining chip. Uh, if if you may have been watching, we are not the ones that killed her that's not really my point also, <laughs> i'm not uh <laughs> not worried about I, getting the getting getting the blame i'm worried about them actually I dying i don't necessarily disagree with you but um the mayor is going there and coming back if he doesn't come back then we might need to reassess having a bargaining chip i agree leave it for a day there's there is potential that an entire town may be at the brink of not being happy with an entire civilization that has been murdering people around them. So, if we may have 
have someone with a voice who could rally them to our cause and uh, potentially uh, maybe take over one side if that comes to it. I like you every time you open your mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's head over to the orchard. All right, so as you're traveling, I'll just fill everybody else in. So the the Circus of Wayward Wonders, by you know mutual agreement of all parties um, involved, you don't love the idea of like a freak show, you know, just putting bodies on display for you know sensation or whatever. You find it like demeaning, demoralizing, um, and really like for you, the most extraordinary human is still boring as fuck. So. <laughs> You didn't love the idea of having a sideshow. So you don't have the typical sideshow, but you do have a sideshow. Uh, it's called the Sideshow of Everyday Marvels, and it's devoted to the idea that anyone can be fantastical, interesting, and extraordinary. Um, and this this sideshow sets up outside of the big top um, before each performance um, to entertain the patrons with extraordinary tales about its stars. Um, so these are very like commonplace appearance people and so these are the people who when the mayor asked the professor can you like help us out he sent these people into town to do a little bit of like reconnaissance so there's Gitteron Elbis the bearded man who is a bearded man um as, it is exquisite, okay, however. Uh, he's a six-foot-tall, broad-shouldered man with long brown hair, a full beard, and thick mustache that thoroughly obscures his features. He's skilled at portraying accents and mannerisms from all across... How's it pronounced? Avistan? Avistan. Yeah, Avistan. Avistan. Um, the professor claims the bearded man is an exact double of a significant political figure who must conceal his identity and live on the run. Assassins want to kill him, and rival agents want to kidnap him for their own nefarious purposes. So the professor tells exciting stories of the bearded man's many narrow escapes, but he will not confirm which important figure Gitteron is purported to look like. On a scale of one to man that looks like somebody else who has a mustache that looks like a guy that died in the woods. <laughs> Where would you put him? This mustache is much too small. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, you've got Tahala Roadwatcher, the tattooed woman. Uh, she is a middle-aged Shawanti who left her Kwa or clan in Verizia years ago, acting upon omens she received. Like many Shawanti, she's bald, fit, and covered in complex tattoos. Notably, the rook that spreads across her back and several resembling gemstones. She normally wears a simple cloak with a hood, revealing each of her tattoos before explaining what the illustration represents. She's a gifted storyteller. Um... She does more than just show off her elaborate tattoos. She has wise and witty stories to tell, each with morals about caring for the earth, revering ancestors, etc., etc. Um, there's Hesper and Midas Jaxus, the unjoined twins. <laughs> They're identical twin sisters in their 30s. So, you know. Um, so the professor spins elaborate tales of how the unjoined twins were separated at birth and never knew each other existed Great. until very recently when they met at the circus, which is a lie. They grew up together. Uh, <laughs> according to the professor, the twins' lives have nevertheless seemed incredibly parallel as a result of bizarre coincidence. 
One married a miller named Smith, while the other married a smith named Miller. Each was cursed by a different witch on her wedding day. One sister for not inviting the witch, uh, and the other for disturbing the witch with too many invitations. Both have had four children. One had an eldest child drowned, but the other's youngest died of thirst in the desert. Both of these deceased children were named Tavi. Uh, the list goes on and on. Is any of that true? Um, you know, maybe. <laughs> uh, and then there's Cubby, the dog-faced dog. <laughs> this large male beagle was just a puppy when he was subject to of an awakened animal ritual that gave him human intelligence and the ability to speak common. Cubby's offended by the idea that he might belong to anyone, but the professor has been his best friend for years. According to the professor's outlandish tales, Cubby has traveled the world, survived uncounted amazing adventures, and dined with heroes, villains, religious leaders, and monarchs. Cubby How doesn't be dispute. With Cubby. <laughs> oh, Cubby doesn't dispute anything the professor claims, but he's also quick to lavish praise on his traveling companions. The dog, therefore, comes across as lucky, brave, and humble, and he enjoys encouraging others to live their lives to the fullest. So these are the what? We have a talking dog. We have a talking dog named Cubby. I see not the focus of this. Cubby the dog-faced dog. <laughs> Duh. There are not many people that I would uh, voluntarily give away my circus to. Cubby is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he knows the, the one-eyed dog of Deesdorf. <laughs> I believe that Cubby uh, should be a PC now, and uh, <laughs> one of you should step down. I sapuku myself, so I can call him Cubby. <laughs> so you could just be Cubby. Um, and before you head, or as you're on your way into town, because you've got to go, uh, according to the map, you've got to go a little bit southwest to get to any of the main roads in town. Um, these, uh, this crew, they are headed back to the circus and they can tell you what they found. You want to know? Yeah. Who do you want to hear from first? Cubby. 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 <laughs> of course. Uh, Cubby went to the Church of Abadar. Uh, he oh. learned that although the hermitage itself is isolated and remote, there's a church here in Aberton. He thought there might be a connection, but when he went to look, he saw that the church is dedicated to Abadar, not Gozra. Nevertheless, he nosed around the church's back fence and detected something different and unpleasant. The scent of rotting flesh. Cubby believes something unnatural lurks in the church's graveyard. I believe Cubby. <sighs> I think we should go yeah. investigate this graveyard right after we... Or hell, maybe even... Forget this family, go to the graveyard straight away. We do have absolutely no reason not to believe Cubby. There is a potential that this family is already in the graveyard. So that'd be just and, efficient. I mean, the church is kind of on the way. It is. <laughs> and that's the Church of Abadar. This is just insanely ob oddly fortuitous. All right. <laughs> Cubby, uh, can we hear I, from I the other Cubby ones, a, but have uh, Cubby explain it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roll, Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't. <but>. Yes. <clears throat> Incredible. If we can just save Miss Roadwatcher for last. Tahala? Mm-hmm. Is it because her of her last name? No. no. It's oh. because that sh she gives incredibly great stories. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, I want to make sure that we have time for it. All right, cool. Um, all right, so get around the bearded man. Uh, he went to the Mad Mug. And he learned there's a small crime gang in Aberton called the Muggers, although they don't call themselves by that name for, you know, obvious reasons. Uh, rather, they hang out at a roadhouse outside 
of town called the Mad Mug. According to town rumors, the muggers drink all day and cause trouble at night. The sheriff has been trying to break up the gang for a while now, and the muggers might have gotten brave or reckless enough to do something about the sheriff. We haven't had a sheriff in a few weeks, isn't that true? Mm -hmm. I believe that I may have specific uh, skills and abilities that will be beneficial to deal with these muggers. Mean muggers. And um, mean drinkers. I bet I have one more point in all those skills. I <laughs> um, all right, so Hesper and Midas, the unjoined twins, they went to Oldland's Orchard, and they can confirm... Okay, so it is Hemema, the uh, lady that the um, mayor mentioned. Uh, a polite grandmother who recently sold her farm and moved into town was attacked by a wild boar in the street. The twins provide their report together, alternating sentences they t sentences as they talk. She ran, of course. Who wouldn't? And she's unhurt, thank goodness. As for the boar, it's been spotted in an orchard on the east side of town. And it's not alone. Apparently there's a whole brood of smaller boars that are just as nasty and ill-tempered as their mother. That was me going back and forth. So people are at the orchard and they are okay. No one? is at the orchard at this moment. Uh, there is a brood of boars at the orchard, uh, uh, not allowing people to harvest their crops. The boars are a problem at the orchard. Sounds like not a corrupt church that t potentially has dead bodies rotting in the back. Um, right. Churches of Abadar are lawful places. Uh, they're, whatever they're doing, it's probably following the law. Last but not I least, concur. Tahala, the tattooed woman, investigated the mill this morning uh, and found the region infested with wasps. She notes that their behavior seemed unusual and she suspects outside influence. There is no evidence of the miller or her family, although everything about the mill seemed to be in working order from a distance. She finds it very unlikely the owner simply abandoned the mill. Hmm. I could definitely use some... Uh, wasp uh, venom uh, for some toxins and some poisons and their honey. Uh, wait, wasps do not make honey. Cancel that out. I'm more intelligent than that. You can pound them into there, wasp there is, flour, though. There is a potential that we could harvest the venom for a brew. Uh, someone may drink that brew and potentially die. I'm not averse to that, but it is a... Uh, an area that we may want to uh, go down and um, investigate. We could call it the anaphylactic absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these places would be the closest to us? We probably should investigate that first you know, by proximity. The Mad Mug is probably closest, it, as it's on the outskirts of town. Um, I believe are. the mill is the closest. The to mill us. or the Don't church. Don't you ever talk back to me again. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What'd you say to God? <laughs> I said the mill or the church. I think the church is probably like very technically. Oh, it it's literally the on the way to everything. Yes. According to the map. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's investigate this church. No, I I think whatever they're doing is probably fine. It's it came from Cubby. It must be true. Ah. Oh, this has put me in quite <laughs> quite a conundrum. <laughs> I just can't say no to that dog-faced puppy. <laughs> <laughs> to the church we go. All right. Ding, 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 ding. 
you get that. Um, so, uh, like Mud was pointing out, you know, this uh, church is, you know, they the of Abadar following the law, da da da. Um, so the church is called the House of Gold and Laws, uh, but people in town have just they kind of like sh- shortened it to Golden Laws or Golden Laws Church. So that's kind of what it's called. Um, <laughs> you kind of notice um, as you approach this, uh, you can see that like the the grounds in the the area around the church, um, it's not being super well maintained. You know, like the grass is getting a little bit longer, the weeds are getting kind of out of control. Uh, it's nothing like excessive or wild, but you know, it's mm, it's not great. Someone's this is not someone's not doing their yard work. Yeah, this is not the standard lawn keeping pattern. I'm gonna just tidy up this place a minute. I'm just gonna tidy up the lawn real quick. You guys go on ahead inside. Kerva, Kerva, could you just uh, rein in your impulses for just a moment? Let's do some some asking about first, and then maybe you'll have some time. These hedges are so unruly. Like, uh, honestly. It's like no one even cares. As you approach it, you notice there is a porch that you have to go up onto first. Before we go up, I want to sniff and see if I can find the scent that uh, Cubby had. Um, There is a graveyard adjoining the... I'm just going to take a picture of this map, too, and send it to you. Should we just go to the graveyard first and take a look, and then ask around inside? I think it... Out of respect for the church, it might be prudent to at least. Uh, the church doesn't first. respect itself. Mm, just look well. at that lawn. He has a good point. I, I think that any church of Abadar that has an overgrown lawn is obviously in disarray, and that we should at least see what's going on there first. So it seemed to me the graveyard essentially surrounds the church? Yes. So we need to walk through the graveyard to get to the church. Well, you are coming um, from the north down, so you have to go past the porch to go out to the graveyard. Unless we come in from the other side, Uh, the graveyard is around back. Uh, We would have to walk the entire way around the church and the graveyard (laughs) to enter through the graveyard. The porch is literally right here. I understand now. All right, so... uh, Very visual learner. (laughs) A wide high porch of white wood fronts the town church. Two stained glass windows face the road. The one to the north depicts Abadar, the master of the first vault, and the one to the south is emblazoned with dozens of golden keys. Both are broken in several places, with bits of yellowish glass littering the porch. The door frame around the wood and brass door is splintered. I knock on the door. I, the door is it, splintered. Uh, well, the door frame is splintered, but like when you make impact with the door it just opens <gasps> this is not great the groundskeeper should be fired that's how it how is this not great well, do you believe that we should arm ourselves I, I 100% <clears throat> uh, think that we should arm ourselves yes seems prudent and draw my rapier this seems to be public property now yes yeah I would imagine since no one is claiming it <laughs> There is no one at call, so this may become our new home. Yes, <laughs> I Anything believe our can be home. Home is our where home the is with the circus. Yes, but we need a home of operation in town. Typically, that's not how things work in human society, Zaris. That is unfortunate. Agreed. If you, in some they do, 
if uh, we were to stay here for several weeks, uh, as a church of Abadar, they have to follow the laws. And squatter's rights is invocable <laughs> after three weeks. If any of you sleep in this place before so, I cut the grass, I'm going to gut you myself. Uh, <laughs> all right, understood. Fairly certain that the circus will be moving on within three weeks. We can hope. Yeah. Let us enter. Yes. All right. So this is the nave. The nave is filled with long wooden pews marred by long claw marks. Comfortable cushions of gold velvet have been shredded, their feather stuffing spilling out upon the benches and the wood floor. Leather-bound books have been yanked from the small wooden shelves built into the back of each pew and torn apart, their illuminated pages mixing with the accumulated mess that covers the ground. A chancel at the west end of the nave contains an altar in front of a magnificent mural of Abadar and other gods defeating the monstrous Rovagug. 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 The altar has the appearance of a desk, although its cloth of gold covering, abacus, scales, and ledgers are ripped and knocked over. In the northwest corner of the sanctuary, an overturned stone font leans against a stone door. God, it's like they didn't even try. Mr. Brennan, can you believe this? I... I mean, I can because I can see it, but I'm I'm very surprised. It seems this place I'm has been start abandoned for some time. Up the benches and trying to dust up a little. You do also notice there are two figures up at the front. Um, I mean, not technically you're at the front, but up at like the near the altar. Yes, thank you. Um, two creatures are up there trashing the furnishings. Oh, this is happening currently. Yes. Not on my watch. Um, I call out. Excuse me. They're completely distracted in what they're doing right Not now. Not for long. The may the lawbringer greet you, friends. All right. Let me get some of my pawns out, guys. With a swift death. <laughs> Free death. Double death, some might say. I think these I think this pair is due for a dancing lesson. <laughs> All right, y'all, we got some demons to fight. What? Yeah. Demons? Yes. Said we should give them a dancing lesson. How immaculate would that be to just have those a two? jail at our big top that's just two Griggs? <laughs> Anytime anyone does anything bad. Uh, you're going to the dance hall, friend. <laughs> you're That's dance an awesome all, name for every day. That's a phenomenal name for a brig. They are 40 feet away. That's You've far. got two demons, yeah. a, a closet, and an abracandaloo. Abracandaloo? Abracandaloo. <laughs> Excuse me. God bless me. Um... So the blah, 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 the Abrakandalu stands behind the altar defacing the mural of Abadar um, and the other gods that's decorated this chapel since its construction centuries ago. And the closet is at the banking desk that serves as the altar. And it's just perusing the town's uh, financial records, as is totally normal for mm. a uh, demon, you know? Whatever. De demons are not great news for us. This is very out of place. I don't like it at all. Should we roll initiative? Um, do let's. I will spend a focus point oh, to get everyone 20. a plus two to their initiative roll and one temporary hit point. For a 29. Can anybody beat Brennan's 29? 
I don't believe so. Well, you've never seen me roll a three before. <laughs> can I uh, can I argue that I was getting ready to do do some uh, some sweeping, and so that I can maybe use an athletics check instead of initiative? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna let All you right. do that. I needed the help. I rolled a four. <laughs> All right. So Brennan got a twenty nine. Where's everyone else at? Eight. An eight. Okay. Fulgrim's got a decent 12. 17. I'm at a 13. Uh, Brennan, Zeresk, Curva, Fulgrim, uh, our two demons, and then Mud. My name is Mud. And you're my best bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brennan, they have not yet noticed y'all. So can I roll for their initiative if they haven't even noticed you? Yeah. Okay. You cool. can give us a surprise round. Okay. Where they just won't be able to act. And we can have, I don't know if we get all three actions in a surprise round or not. I know in other game in the previous edition, you had to move or a standard action. Yeah, so it's Let's probably. Look. Yeah. Surprise round. Yeet. While, while that's being looked up and while you're looking up that, uh, could I make a recall knowledge to see if these are demons or devils? I Yes. I think that's one of your actions, though. What's your recall knowledge is is uh, not an action. Um, for religion would be a plus three. So yes, you realize these are both demons. Ah, these should be rubbed away from the earth. Could I make an occultism recall knowledge to know anything about these things? Yeah, what's your thing? Plus seven. All right, what do? What are some things that you are hoping to be able to? Weaknesses. Okay. Or perhaps if they are particularly resistant to any. Um, Weaknesses or or resistances, yes. To damages sense. or mm-hmm. damage resistant or DR slash good. The closet, the smaller one, um, it's got what's called virtue aversion. So the closet's link to a mortal soul gave it birth, but it presents a vulnerability. Once per round, a creature can present an object related to something virtuous or good in the life of the closet's creator as an interact action and automatically deal the closet 2d6 mental damage oh yeah if only we knew who created this closet yeah summoning demons is not normally a a druid thing i don't think not that i know of i believe we've gone beyond our young halfling friend yeah there are more people that need to dance well roll Um, and you know the the larger i rolled a nat 20 so sweet um the bigger one (laughs) hates mirrors Where's Quizzerel? Uh, it says, a record demon loathes the sight of its own reflection. When a creature interacts with a mirror within sight of the record demon, the demon takes a negative two penalty to will saves against intimidation checks. Well, call both of these things out and say, does anybody see any mirrors? I'm pretty sure I got its weakness right here, and I'll hoist my mop. <laughs> Can we make a perception to see if there's some, some mirrors? Yes. Natural 20. Fuck, I wasted that. (laughs) Dang it. There's no mirrors here. Ah, shit. (laughs) It has smashed all of the reflective surfaces on its way, but Uh, you do realize that, um, you know, like uh, anything that can reflect like a mirror, a shield, water, anything like that um, would make this thing pretty angry. How would you gauge buckets in terms of how they can reflect? (laughs) If they've got water in them? They do not have water in them. Do I notice anything... If anything else they haven't listed that's out of place or odd? I think that that pretty much covered it, but 
you know, like, based on just like buildings and stuff like that and the way that you approached the back wall there, that font is like, there's a door. Mm -hmm. So, and it seems to be making it so that that door can't open. I think they want us out of that back room. Maybe make our way there. Do they have any weapons? They do not. They just have, um, whatchamacallit, like, claws. Yes. Claw. Boring. Claw. At this point, I'm going to assume that we can act as normal during this surprise round. So I'm going to move closer, and I'm going to pull a small vial out of my cheek pouch. Okay. I'm going to hurl it at the larger of the demons. Okay. And make an attack roll. Get it. Oof. Where did you move to? I'm going to move up a little bit. I just can't reach it. Uh, I rolled a three, but something like this seems a little scary to me, so I'm going to turn in my admittance ticket ticket, and re-roll that. Right on. Into a six. Oh, no. For a total of 12. You did twice as good as you did before, though. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I doubled it. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I just realized for weaknesses, both have a weakness, cold iron. I don't know what that means. It's a... Material. Type of iron okay. that is... Not warm? Not warm. All right. Not something that we have. And also good. So, they hate. Hmm. Which is, you know, why they're wrecking a church. Uh, I did throw an acid flask. Okay. So it does deal splash damage if you think I would have hit within five feet of it. And what did you roll again? A 12 total. I mean, yeah, let's say you got up to one of the empty, one of the squares between them, just in front of them. It's like five feet away. Sure. Okay, so they will suffer one persistent acid damage. Okay. Ooh, I can use a condition thing, right? No, nope, my, my bad. I did not hit. It doesn't do persistent. It just does one acid splash damage. All right. But do take into account its damage resistance. So mm-hmm. if it has a damage resistance uh, to, say, maybe it says like five slash good or five slash cold iron, whenever damage is dealt to it, it subtracts five of that unless it is good or cold iron. Gotcha. Okay. So then, yeah. Zeresk. <clears throat> it appears uh, there are no surprise rounds anymore. <clears throat> oh. Do we just get a full turn, effectively, before they act? I think it, it means that we just not do normal rules. turn mechanics. I think oh, it just means normal initiative. Okay. Um, they seem very enthralled in what they're doing at yes. the moment. Yes, they're wrecking the place. Perfect. I will move to here and hide behind the pew. Okay. I rolled a 14 for stealth. All right. Curve. How close are, is the is the closest one? They are forty right. feet from you. Well, uh, I think unfortunately I'm gonna have to use both a stride and a stand and uh, and a step action to get within ten feet of, I guess the one that's defacing stuff. Whichever one that was. The Abercandaloo. Right. So the, so the, the one big on one. All right. Our side. Yeah. Uh, I'll get close enough to be able to strike at him, and then he's get he's gonna get a mopping because uh, there's a stain on this here Ooh. church. Are you going to clean, clean house? house? We're going to go for a flurry of blows to try to get his attention. All right. And you're using a reach weapon, yes. right? Sweet. Uh, first one is a 12. No, sir. Second one is a 
15. No. Nope. Alright, that'll be my action. Uh, Fulgrim. Uh, Fulgrim uh, will move uh, with one action, get himself into range, uh, take one of his Thunderstones from his belt, and throw it at the smaller uh, of the two demons. Uh, that would be a natural 20. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see. The Thunderstone uh, will, let's see, cause 1d4 damage and one splash damage, but it doesn't seem to be uh, close enough to the other one to cause that splash damage. Uh, four damage. Okay. And uh, the DC is 17 uh, to become deafened. Ooh. God, that's so damn loud. Does All it right. seem like it takes damage from that? I don't... It is sonic I don't damage. really know. It's not like 3 or 5e. I don't know if sonic mm. gets through everything or not. Right. That is true. Either way, it's damn loud. Hmm. It is loud. Does it have ears? Probably. And rolling a natural 20. Uh, I believe that's a critical, correct? Uh, and with a critical that is double damage? Yes. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, is that uh, That's going to be rolling two dice. Uh, that's another three damage on top of that. Okay. Crack. Crack. All right. Mud? Mud is going to cast magic weapon on his bow. And then he is going to shoot the one with the, the flying one. One with wings. The closet. Yeah, that one. Um, that would be a 18. You hit. Very good. Sweet. That's going to be four damage. <laughs> <laughs> nice shot. Thank you. They see you're here now. All right, so we'll go uh, back up to the top, and then I'll insert my dudes where they get to go. So, Brennan. Very good. I'm going to study this target, this large demon that I threw an acid flask at, and try to take note of what it's doing, its anatomy, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, this is an ability I have where I'm going to roll a d20 before I decide what else I'm going to do. Which kind of tells me I'm not going to do something. Uh, I'm going to instead move towards that door. So I'm going to take my other two actions to move 50 feet as to get to the door on the other side that's blocked. Yep. Okay. Very good. That'll be three actions. All right. Zeresk. <clears throat> as my first action, I will move to here to guard my friend. Uh, second, I will try to use a... Uh, goading faint on the demon in question, which is a deception check. Faint you'd use deception, yes. Which would be a 16 against the perception DC of the target. It was likely 10 plus their perception modifier. All right, so that is no bueno, sir. Ah, I will then, <clears throat> yeah, we'll just try and strike. Ah, for a over 20. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't the faint have the attack keyword, so this would be at minus five? It says mental. Faint is a um, deception action, right? Correct. Oh. 
Yes. Very good. And I get six damage. All right. Very good, very good. Uh, Curva? All right, I'll, I'll start out with another flurry of blows. Try to maximize on the damage if I can. Call out, hey, Biggin, eyes on me. Uh, that's a 17 first. And, okay. and a 12 Got him. for the second one. Got him on All the right. first one. That'll be nine damage. Wow. All right. Well done. Uh, and I'll take my second action to try to trip him with an athletics check, which I think is a 14. No, I take it back. I think it's actually a nine because I, I think that Filaria Blows actually used, uh, adds two uh, attacks to the thing. Gotcha. So he is still on his hooved feet. Did, he, uh, did I get a critical failure or do I still have the staff in hand? I still you still have own. your staff in All hand. All right, then I'll raise it for a parry. Yep. All right. Wonderful. Fulgrim. I shall uh, take a red flask uh, from my bandolier, uh, put a little pebble of something uh, very flammable in it, and throw it at the large demon. Get him. Um, let's see. This is going to be an alchemist fire uh, with a, an 18. That's an 18 hit. Yes, it does. Fantastic. Uh, that's going to be D8 damage. Uh, that is uh, max damage, uh, 8 damage, Woo. with 1 persistent fire damage. Uh, does he seem to be uh, injured by that attack? Yes. Fantastic. Nice shot. Um, well done. Let's see. Um, with that, I will... <laughs> hmm, I will take out my clan dagger and defend myself. All right. So uh, the big guy here, the Abracandalu, he is mad because you hurt him. Ow. Uh, so he is going to hurl some of this debris from stuff that he's been smashing. Um, and he is going to chuck some of it at you. I got a 24. That beats my AC. For 10 uh, bludgeoning damage. Wow. Oh, my. Oof. That gets me right in the baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just going to keep hucking uh, some debris. He's going to chuck some at Curva there. Clean this up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. It's not a joke. Uh, and he got a 17. And it's not going to hit. I, I bat it away with my, with my mop. All right, way to go. Who else is in his? Is anybody else within 20 feet of him? I am. I'm going to lob some crap at you, too. Ooh, but I rolled a five. No. So with a negative, that's not going to do it. <laughs> um, all right, cute. C cool. Uh, so the closet's turn is now, and it, um, poor Zeresk here, it is going to claw at you because you're up in its business all right so i 21 yes that does it okay uh so 1d6 minus one and i rolled a one ah uh but i do get a plus d4 evil and closet venom so for one damage my temporary I hit points you. are gone got you are there, I did it. Do attacks <laughs> automatically do one damage in they, this game? Yeah, they always do a minimum oh, of okay. one. Yep. That makes sense. 
Before or after damage redu- reduction? Before. <clears throat> I do believe. Yep. That's um, unfortunate. And it is going to go after you again. So one claw, two claw, got a five. That does miss. I bat that one away. Yep. All right. And then it is, I can move still, right, on the third action? Yes. Uh, And then it is going to fly. Let me see. Where's its movement? Oh, speed 15 feet, fly 35 feet. It's going to fly towards the open door. Back here. Unexpected. (laughs) 35. Yes. Mud, it is your turn. Uh... Mud is going to see this gentleman flying towards the door. Uh, attempt to shoot him with okay. my bow. Uh, that would be a 17. Got him. All right. And that'll hit for uh, nine damage. Well done. Um, before I move over, I will fire a second time. Big bucks, no whammies. Uh huh. Eight. No. Okay. Uh, I will then move over uh, to hopefully not die to him. Yep. We hope you do not die as well. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Yay. Brennan. Can I open this door? With this thing in the way, is it just making it more difficult, or does it open in this direction? Uh, you have to move the font out of the way. Is this something I'd be able to move with my strength of eight? Or is it two? Is it one piece still? Mm, it is one piece. What What do you have for, like, uh, you're very, like, logical science. I feel like it would not be a perception check, though. Just a regular intelligence check, maybe? Yeah, do an intelligence check. Are you smart enough to know that? 19. You know that if you can uh, position yourself properly, you can get leverage to, like, move the font out of the way enough to get the door open. I will do that. Okay. Will that be one of my actions? Yes. Okay, and then I shall attempt to open this door once the font is out of the way. Okay. Um, The door to the vault of stone can be locked, but it is unlocked. You open it, and uh, it contains, it's a vault. It contains hundreds of lockboxes stored on shelves lining the walls. Um, And there is the priest banker who works here who's been trapped inside. Is he alive? He's alive. So can you help us with these demons? Oh, thank heaven somebody's here. I can't, are you here to save me? I was hoping there would be help beyond this door. Uh, uh, yes, we are. We're here to vanquish these demons. You can help us. Uh, no, I've already fought them. But, I mean, they're still here, so... But that, that's why I'm here. All right. Uh, do I notice anything in this room that might be out of the ordinary or odd? Um. About the priest himself, uh, he's got some gross injuries. Like... He's very, like, gruesome and swollen. Probably from these demons, or? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we'll stay in here, then. Uh, I will pull another acid flask from my mouth. Thank from you. From my cheek pouch. <laughs> you must be careful with those, that you do not bite too hard. Oh, it's very soft in there, don't worry. <laughs> and that is my three actions. Okay. Uh, Zeresk? I would like to tumble through to the other side of this demon. Okay. 
tumble through <laughs> to the other side. I am going to use a hero point because I am sick and tired of rolling this terrible. And I've rolled worse. Oh, no. <laughs> it is on a reflex DC. I rolled a 12. So be 10 plus is reflex safe. Yeah, no. So I stop here. Okay. And then I would like to attempt a goading feint again. Okay. Uh, which would a uh, 21 okay. against their perception DC. Yes. Wonderful. I would hope that would be good. <laughs> Let's see if the strike hits. I would like to use a uh, confident finisher strike. Uh, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't do well. Oh, no. <laughs> because, of course, I roll a 13. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes. It was all great until then. Yeah. Something <laughs> was great. <laughs> um, was they, it good for you? <laughs> they, they have a minus two uh, circumstance to strike me. Okay, cool. That's bad. All right, Curva. All right, we're going to try one more time with the flurry of blows on this guy. All That's right. a 25. All right, yep. And the second one is a 17. First one got him. I hit. I do mop him squarely in the gut for uh, for twelve damage. Oh, yes. That's a heavy. Oh, you're telling me. This <laughs> is no match for the buckets, <laughs> but come on. Uh, and then I'll drop the mop and whip out my broom and step in closer. This ought to okay. Finish sweeping you up. <laughs> I'm so excited. This is the best trash talk I've ever heard. It is the cleanest trash talk. It's the only form of rep recreation <laughs> on the boat. I'm so happy. <laughs> Fulgrim. Uh, Fulgrim will definitely move. Uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, that puts him behind the small quasit. He's got his clan dagger out, and he's going to slash at this quasit. Uh... Natural 20. Yes. These dice are on fire. Very good. Yes. Well uh, struck. Let's see. That's going to be uh, two damage. Okay. Uh, plus another uh, one damage. So almost minimum damage um, <laughs> to the back edge of this closet. Love it. Let's see. It's one. Oh, I, I forget that I get a, a second attack uh, for these three action economies. Yeah. Uh, the second attack is definitely going to be a miss, uh, which is actually a critical failure at, uh, let's see, uh, it's going to be a three. Yikes. Yeah. So you drop your dagger? Yeah. Um, I believe if critical failures, uh, unless they have a specific thing that they can attack back with, uh, that they're just considered just a, a failure. Uh, failure. Yes. Cool. You're just a failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me there. <laughs> All right, the Abracandalu is next. And that the Abracandalu <laughs> sounds like a melon. Um, it is attacking Zeresk and missing with a four, I'm sure. Oh, sorry. It's going to go for Curva. And got. What? Uh, 16. Probably That's probably nope. no. 
I stepped to the side. Right. Also, are we flanking him then? Not quite right. yet. Yeah. All right, and he's going for Curva again. Uh, but I bet, I bet a two isn't going to do that either. I think so that might be a critical. Mind. He's the worst. It cool. Would be a I don't know what that failure. does when you're on when you have unarmed attacks, but it definitely is. Right. It doesn't do anything on strikes unless, unless you're you carrying have, weapons. Unless you're fighting someone that would somehow get a reaction or something. Yeah. We can just Correct. say you're a failure. I'll spit in his face. The closet. You get fumble cards. Yeah. Uh, the closet goes after Fulgrim with a nine. A uh, nine does not hit my AC of fifteen. No. How is about a natural one? <laughs> that also does not hit my AC. <laughs> so bad. I'm getting lucky. Yeah. All right. What about a 16? 16 does beat my 15. Okay. So I'm going to claw you for eight damage. Ooh, that is a harsh claw. Copy that. Just wants to leave and you trapped it. All right. All right, Mud. Uh, I'm going to take a step directly back through the door. I know I'm in front of a door as well. There's multiple doors. That's a window. Oh. I I misled you earlier. There oh. are two windows flaking <laughs> one door. Gotcha. Uh, is Oops. this window closed? It is broken. Ah, that's not great. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, like, they're, like, totally like broken in that, like... Like, not like it's entirely gone broken, but like, psh, like small holes in it. Small holes. Yeah. Not, so I couldn't like just jump through this window Correct. real quick. All right. We're going to, what, what's the negatives for firing a bow directly in someone's face? <laughs> I get a minus two because of the volley rule. Right. But and that's probably it. Unless he has. Combat reflex or attacks of opportunity? Yeah, I believe it would trigger an attack of opportunity, but I'm sh quite certain a quasi does not have that. Sure. I'm going to shoot this thing in the face. Do it. Eh. You know, that's a 10. Nope. Okay. Let's try your second time. But this time, with feeling. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I'm all right. It was better. Right. It was better. Uh, I'm going to cast... Guidance. Oh, uh, no shield. I'm going to throw up a shield real quick. The spell shield. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Shield yourself. Brennan. Does casting it also raise your shield? Or do you have to do that as a separate action? I believe um, if you get hit, you can use the reactive ray shield and uh, use it to block the damage. And if it blocks the whole thing and breaks, then you can't use it again for oh, 10 minutes. Well, my friends have these monsters, these demons, quite surrounded. I don't want to use this acid flask now and hurt my companions, so I believe I shall move up onto the dais there against the Abrazambladu. Abracandalu. Abracandalu. I have 25 feet of movement, if I can make it that far. Mm -hmm. And I shall make a quick note of where it is and how it's standing. Not particularly great there. So I will instead 
I'm just going to see if that will work. Uh, I will strike out at it with my rapier for a total of 15. No, I am now flanking, so it is AC, it is flat-footed, its AC will be lowered by 2, so I have a 15. No, sir, I'm sorry. That is unfortunate. I'm here to help, friends! You did your best. Good job. I am now flanking across from Kerba. Awesome. Zeresk. Mighty Mouse is here to help. <laughs> I would like to use Zongi. an interact action with my fancy um, dueling cape, which gives me plus one circumstance bonus to AC and okay. to deception checks to faint until the start of my next turn. Okay. <clears throat> I would then like to perform a goading faint. Uh, let's do a regular faint um, against this creature. And I roll a Nine. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, let's attempt to tumble through just to uh, get on the other side of the creature. And I roll an 11. Oh, no. And I uh, stay put right here. And those are my three actions. All right. Curva, you've got some flanking action All right, here. Let's see how well, let's see how well Fulgrim's uh, specialty holds up. And I'll try to activate the striking rune on this... On my on my broom to give it a little bit extra oomph as I go to Ooh. do a pair of uh, a vertical and a horizontal slash on his chest. Nice. Uh, that's a nat twenty for my okay. first one. Yeah. Yay. Yay. And that is a sixteen on my second one. Wait, seventeen on okay, my second but- one. I was gonna say, and I have a negative two to my AC, right? Because I'm flanked. Yes, we're flat-footed. That yes. extra plus That'll one from the, for the attack roll on the second one, I think, put me over the top. Yay! All right, uh, so first one. Wow. Second one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so 20 plus an extra 12. <laughs> That's 32 damage. Yes, <laughs> That's what... That's what that rune was about. And because you know? it's a flurry of blows and they both it's hit at basically good. at once, it uh, only calculates the damage resistance one time. Okay. Oh, okay. Very good. That's, ooh. Even better. It has not been struck down. I'll try one more time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Damn it. That was actually very good. Very good roll. Uh, I don't know if it'll work, but let's see. Uh, 18. All right. Yes. So one more of those. Wait a minute. I didn't actually have... (laughs) So what I actually rolled the first time, I forgot to add a second damage die to both of my attacks from the damage rune, so I actually have to roll it three more times. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean... I'm not going to complain. If there's a time for it, it's right now. It is right <laughs> now. So the first one had 13 extra damage. dice for the critical hit, I believe you actually roll four dice per hit. That can't be right. Because the, the if you're activating your rune, that makes it, that allows you to roll two damage dice, and then the critical hit will then double that. So you'll be rolling four Yes, for the critical, that it was correct. But then the second one just had one on it. So that's why I rolled three extra dice for an extra 13 damage on that first combo. I see. Very good. And then this this third hit. (laughs) 
does another does all of, 14 damage. Does all of that damage go through? Because when he uses that rune, it's magical? Adam, <laughs> can you tell Adam us how this works? <laughs> I don't know enough about these demons to say one way or the other. Yeah. For sure. Did you get my last hit for another 14 damage? Ooh, you said for another 14, right. yes. Uh, I do have an extra action, but I don't think it would hit. So I'm actually going to just stop okay. there. All right, well done. That was wonderful. Oh. Fulgrim. Uh, there are not too many uh, opponents uh, in range that are out in the clear, so I will attack this small quasit again with my clan dagger. The first attack is going to be a uh, 17. Uh, again, we are flanking, so negative so, 2 to your AC. Yes. All right. That gets him. That's going to be 3 damage okay. on that one. And the next attack I will also do. This is going to be at a negative four. Uh, I rolled a three with a three bonus. Uh, that gives me a two in total, uh, not a hit. And my weapon, uh, the clan dagger that I have, has the parry quality. So I will use that quality to give myself plus one AC for the next round. All right. Well done. Super duper. All right. So the Abercandaloo is having no more of this. It's pretty much, it's over it. So it's going to attack. Are there three of you on there? Best of luck, Biggin. All right. So it's going to go after the the little mouse man. Uh, no. Oh. I'd rather that didn't happen. Oh. Oh, I got a 17. That just hits me. Bummer. Sorry about it. I don't believe you are. <laughs> are you calling me a liar? I'm calling the Abracandalu a liar. Or... Seven damage. Smuts. Sorry. All right, lizard man. Do you have your hat on? Yes. He's very distracted by your hat. It's very distracting. He likes it. I rolled a 17. That misses. Dang, I that's swatched great. him out of the way. It's like, but it really wants that feather. Well, hard to hit. All right, and then I got an eight, so that doesn't do anything. Uh, the closet is going to attack mud. And I got a nine. Which I'm sure. And does not hit. And then a six. And then a 13. I'm great. Super. Some I say the best. The <laughs> best. These demons are getting tired. Sleepy. And, uh, you know, the best for last. Mud, it's your turn. I'm going to try to shoot this gentleman in his face. Get him in the face. <laughs> nope. Well, let's try a second time. But uh, this time we'll be with feeling. Okay. <laughs> Hey, there we go. So that would be a minus five, minus two, plus seven, a 19. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So that'll be for, there we go. I like to see that. There we go. 15 magical damage. Okay, Goodness, so explain how, how you murder. A minute. Whoa, 10 this, rounds. How, how do you murder this closet? Oh, I shoot him in the face, but like I said, with feeling. With feeling. So yes. you're like, feeling. Yep. <laughs> Sounds just like that. You sh the arrow that you shot was engraved with the word feeling on it. Oh, they you all shot are. Yes. With feeling. <laughs> well, like every other one. Like every other one. Changed all, the time. Yeah. all right, well done. So the closet is no more, and it was just trying to get away. And you blocked it, so that's just rude. Uh -huh. uh, with my last action, I am going to cast guidance on uh, on my friend. 
Zeresk. <laughs> <laughs> Giving okay. him plus one on whatever role he wants on his next action. Well, it's a good friend to have. Thank you, friend. You're Wonderful. welcome. <laughs> Brennan, finish this guy off. So I just want to point out, I was making a face before because the ability I used to be able to roll a die before I decided what I would do, I could add my uh, intelligence modifier to that attack roll if I use it as attack roll instead of my dexterity for my rapier. Oh, bummer. Which would have been one more, which would have been enough to hit. <laughs> I didn't realize it until someone else was going, so I didn't feel like it was appropriate to go back. So once Excuse again- Excuse me, sir. I did hit you before. <laughs> I actually but... did hit you. You should be taking some damage, maybe. Uh, I'm going to try to, st well, before I try to stab with my rapier, I'm going to uh, devise a stratagem, as it were. Very good. I will use that roll because I know that will hit. That's going to be a 19. All right. That I'm does going infect to it. Strike and probably not hurt it. <laughs> oh, because I am using my intelligence bonus to attack, I do get an extra d6 precision damage on this. So okay. I might actually hurt it. All right. Let's see. How about six damage? Okay. Very good. Because minus one. <laughs> All right, Zeresk. I, oh, uh, I do oh, sorry, have yeah, one more, more action. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I totally um, cut you off. I'm just going to try to stab it one more time. Do it. That's no, that's not going to work. It'll be a miss. Good, good try, Zeresk. At least you tried. Finish him. <clears throat> no promises. <laughs> you get a plus one to whatever roll you want, though. I would like to try a tumble through again. Okay. And I rolled a thirteen. <laughs> Oof. So, yeah, probably not. Um, I will then try a tumble through again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that time I roll a 19. Okay. So I go to the other side. Wee. And I will try once again a confident finisher. See if I may roll a natural one. Finish oh, him! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Did you add the plus one from the to it? <laughs> I already added that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's all down to the Yusoki, I see. That is an eight, though. Yikes. <laughs> um, all right, Curva. All right. It's, it's down to you. time. Kill it, Curva, We get a flurry it. of blows on, uh, right across his thigh and then an overhead slash. Uh, I'm going to re-roll that with my okay. hero point because I don't like the way a two looks on the dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a four is not much just better. Not pleasing to just really ugly. You, sh you should try a one. Uh, Eleven <laughs> for the first hit. Uh, and a natural twenty for the second one. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fantastic. Very good. Yay. I'm rolling like fire with these d8s. <laughs> and that'll be 18 damage. All right, so <laughs> oh my God. you finally Ooh. end it. Do you want to describe this for our listeners at home? Uh, so it... Uh, I basically I try to hit him through his uh, through his leg to try to get him on one knee, but he he uh, he bats that away. So I turn the momentum into an overhead slash, and uh, he he tries to move away, but it gets him right through the neck, and the broom just kind of I wow. lose my grip on it. So the broom kind of goes like with the with the with the motion of it <laughs> as it's just sticking out of his neck. <laughs> Time to take out the, the trash. That was the most excellent sound effect as well. Oh my gosh! Well, good job, you know, to you demon slayers. You have uh, 
vanquished the demons in this church and catch us next time where we'll find out what goodies lay in store for you here in these walls on the Lost Omens podcast. Ooh, that helped. Jesus. Did you? I mean... I did seven damage total. A little bit. I did not help. I'm hurt. (laughs) I'm bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do we want to kind of recreate roughly this uh the interior of this oh damn Hun, do you want them you want this i don't know bro uh, i'm not gonna draw everything okay just draw the doors and the lasers oh, yeah you know the pew pew pews <laughs> yeah Good. all right i'm done Get it. it's been great folks Get you guys it. can finish this without me <laughs> no they're gonna need you call alex p nelson <laughs> <laughs> That's a stage name. <laughs> Sounds like almost like a, a lawyer's name. LSP <laughs> Nelson. Like Foggy and Nelson. Associates. Yeah. Right. Have you been injured? <laughs> Are you a drunk driver? <laughs> Did were, you kill a child while you were driving down the street? Were you forced to dance at a circus? <laughs> <laughs> Is your oh. name specifically Bruno? <laughs> then call now. Arrow oh, with yeah. a K. Yeah. <laughs> Alex B. Nelson will have your back, no matter what. <laughs> Were driving. you running down a street and tripped and need a guard bribed? <laughs> See, you never hit anybody with a wagon, though. Uh, not yet. I'm just saying. Yet. Like. That we're aware of. You're 100% better than the, I don't know if you're still currently employed at that. Four Seasons. Yeah. I don't know if you're still employed there, but you're 100% I mean, better than any of the other employees. I say I'm employed. <laughs> <laughs> Regularly, whenever questions. Uh, I, I don't even know that he's not. Let's see. I, yeah. I do enjoy the uh, offspring flag in the background, though. The right? offspring flag? Yeah. Oh. Ben's background. I thought you meant, like, children. Oh, it's like, from... That's um, Gurren It's not offspring? Gurren Logan. Yes, that what? is correct. It is a drill that will pierce the heavens. Mother father. It's my dick. This is the door here. Because Don't my believe yes, in yourself. Believe in the me that believes in you. Lips. Over here. Because those are stairs down from the altar. There something fell over. Yes, there's a font right there. Okay. Please keep this in. I picked up on that. Don't worry. The cheat is grounded. (laughs) The cheat. (laughs) Yeah, that works. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer.
Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.